All right, all right, all right, everybody. Yo, what up? Wake up. Stretch your legs out. Um, go outside into your backyards or just into your front yards or just right outside your house. Get a breath of fresh air. You know, we're all in this together. This fucking national stay-at-home orders. Um, yeah. So, we're all in it together. Let's just, we're all in this together. You know, I don't know, you know, it's obviously the topic of going around right now. You know, but I don't plan on this episode being much of a COVID coronavirus episode. I just wanted, just to give a little brief update, you know, I work construction, I work in the pool industry. Uh, I've been working every day since this thing has started. And while I do see a lot of people at home, there's still so many people outside. And I guess as a democracy here in the United States, you can't just force people to stay home and put every city in every state and every, you know, everywhere on, you know, military lockdown or martial law. I mean, I guess they suppose they could. They could make emergency workers force people to stay home. But it'd be very hard to do, especially on a national scale. And I think that's a wake-up call for the American people that, look, if our government acts up in the future, they cannot martial law us all. We'd have to take all 300 million of us to wake up, but we could if we really wanted to. There's no way they could stop us all. They just can't. But with that being said, um, you know, we're we're just at the, the spark of a crazy global pandemic, you know. And it's the first time in human civilization where people had access on a, almost a minute by minute, hour by hour, you know. As this thing started to unfold, news here, news there, and thanks to the internet, you know, you are probably safer at home, regardless of, you know, if if you believe that the virus is a hoax, or you believe that it's a global killer out to fucking zombify you, you know, I think it's somewhere in the middle of it being, like, kind of bad, and it being, you know... To me, the bad part about it, there's no medicine. So it's going to kill the people it's going to kill. And it just spread out of control. But what I see is people are safer at home. And honestly, you know, to me, what I... What I think is happening is we have the ability as a society to actually beat a pandemic before it escalates to the point of, you know, a black plague or anything. You know, you can stay at home. You can get food delivered. You have Amazon. You can get toilet paper delivered. You know, the the linchpin of it all is the finances, you know, because if the people aren't working, how are you going to pay for things? But we have a way combat this, like, head on, 
whereas before, you know, or like caveman days, when they had no way of stopping flood, no way of stopping a raging inferno, no way of stopping an ice age. They didn't have a way to stop it. And, you know, much to, you know, the world, a plague. You know, when the, when the world became more um, connected, you know, maybe like the 1800s, 1700s, you know, the Black Plague and the Spanish flu and all those, you know, we didn't have no way of stopping it. You just had to deal with it. We have a way of stopping this now. And I think the first time in human civilization, society, I think, at least here in the United States, we're trying to take this on head on as a people. The upper federal government is still uh, in total chaos and mess of what they want to do, what they're thinking to do, what the plan is, what the goal is. But down on the California coast, I mean, we're taking this thing head on. Uh, obviously, you know, they had the COVID-19 had its, had its turn to bat, you know. They got a few runs on the board. But we came back with some solid pitching, as it were, some solid defense, and shut it down. Um, you know, now it's our turn to bat. And what, we're, what I mean by that is, you know, I believe California is unique compared to New York. Because in New York, you know, especially in the Manhattan area, it's so many people in one little area. Or even at the safer at home is really almost not possible, but it is possible in in California because everybody has their own little home with a little property. You know, even in the big cities, in the big, the big city in LA, you know, there's still little homes. You know, there's, it's not all high rises where you're gonna have to if you even have to leave to go get a food. You know, or, you know, you're gonna come across people. You're gonna come across people less frequently in California than you do in New York. So we've had our turn to bat. We've issued a safer at home almost immediately after the onset of this thing. And now they're, you know, COVID's going to come back to come, come back to bat next. You know, they're going to get their turns up. Uh, we'll see how this month unfolds, how many people got it. You know, we'll see we'll take it from there. But moving on from that, um, wanted to touch on briefly, um, you know, things, personal things, like I said, I've been working, thank God, I started watching Hunter Hunter again, um, with, which I now believe is my ex-girlfriend, so, you know, I was just there, you know, we were, we were watching Hunter Hunter, and I got all the way to season two, right about the, the part when Kilo and Gon start learning how to use Nen, and, cha- and Gon wants to challenge Shisoka to a fight, and they're up on the 200th floor. So I did all season one, and I'm like midway season two, roughly. Um... But yeah, I think I started watching. I don't know if I'm going to finish because I already watched. I already know what's going to happen. 
It'd be nice to run through it, but I'm trying to watch My Hero Academia E. And I'm also, I started watching Ozarks, and I also peeped the Happy Season 2 came out. So, I'm trying to get all this, you know, all of this watched. I haven't done, done it yet. There isn't much on the musical front. Um, not a lot of bands are putting on music. Hey, pre delay their release. Um, there's no tours, obviously. There's no musical tours. And this is a real bummer, because that's something I like to do. This whole pandemic is a real bummer. But you know what? We're all in this together. Um, I'm still out here podcasting. Um, out here doing, you know, just what I want to do. Working, you know. I'm going to start exercising more frequently now, uh, I hadn't finished completely with my back hair, but that's almost done, so as I mentioned before, my back hair is still under construction, but it's almost at the end, I, re- I just ordered up the tiles now, I don't have all the materials yet, but they're coming, um, and with that said, they're, they're coming, and hopefully I can get this done in the next few weeks. Assuming the economy doesn't collapse, I don't know how you guys feel about finances throughout the world, but I think the entire world is going to crash and hit rock bottom. This is bad. This pandemic is bad for business. Um, but you know what? You know things things have to move. Some things have to move. Some things are recession proof. You know, people still need to drink water. People still need lights on. People still need you know, to make phone calls, people still need to eat, so some industries are recession-proof, maybe the luxury, the luxury, uh, you know, industries like, you know, vacations, movies, music, um, many things of that nature, drugs, those industries might come down crashing, but you know, you don't know. You don't know how these things shake out. Aside from that, I think it's rather weird that people are running around buying guns. And there's massive lines at gun stores. You, you know, I don't know if people think that the the coronavirus is going to turn everybody into corona zombies. And we're going to have to shoot each other. I don't, I don't really think that's the case. At least initially, I kind of felt everybody was really nice about this, you know. There's people sharing items with each other, you know, rice, masks, gloves. Maybe as this thing wanes on, maybe people start getting more and more rowdy, more and more agitated. But I don't, I don't really feel that's the case, because I really think that people are gonna start dying from this thing uh, in mass. And it, you know, the news is they're trying to say that 100 or 200,000 people are gonna die. I think it's upwards of like. A million to maybe two million, ten million. I think ten million about me the max. About people are gonna die from this. Um, I think it's gonna be more than a hundred thousand. They're crazy. But aside from that, you know, I'm just started Ozarks. I'm on episode two, season three. You know, Marty Bird and the gang. Ruth is back. Uh, from what I take, 
from it so far is Marty Bird finally has his uh, casino on water running. And now they want to expand on it and start laundering money like fast. Uh, the Kansas City mob, you know, I forget his name. He's, you know, he's there, but I don't know. They kind of just really pushed him on as a character this episode. I don't know. I have only watched the first episode. I'll be glad to give a full breakdown of it. Once I watch it all, which hopefully I have the time, you know, the next couple of days, because I don't have that much work coming up. I'm working tomorrow, but I think it's just taking care of several items, you know, several pressing little things that I need to get done. Not necessarily uh, anything more, uh, contracted-wise. Hopefully, you know, get some get some work in, some contracts in. Now, aside from all that, I am watching... I'm going to watch Happy Season 2. Happy Season 2... I don't know if I ever did a review of Happy Season 1, but that shit is wild. Um, I just seen it was... You know, Season 2 was available. And I might still watch Altered Carbon Season 2. Uh, it's just I've been, like, preoccupied. Like I said, me and the ex were... Trying to watch Hunter Hunter and well we weren't trying we were watching we watched all season one uh, and like got halfway to season two and and honestly today is you know April I think the second and she just like left me this morning and not that she left but I I didn't want to talk about it too much because it really didn't I was already in my head mentally done with her. Um, she's just very, a very unhappy person, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk, down talk her, but, you know, I just try to have fun, I don't know where, what she saw, or what she thought she saw, or what she thinks of me, or anything like that, but, from what I could tell, I mean, I could give you a play-by-play of what happened, but I'll even rewind it. We have been together since, like, last year, like, July. But we weren't really together at that point. We were just kind of dating. Um, you know, we had dates, and then we were kind of a thing. And then around the holidays, Christmas. Like, I asked her to be my girlfriend on Christmas, and, like, kind of made it official. Now, okay, like, I wanted to be with her. And then, you know, we did New Year's and all of that. But I just started noticing a trend sometime after the fact. Like, she would get mad at me at least once a day. If I wasn't paying enough attention to her, she'd be mad. Like, oh, she would send me little messages trying to jab me. Get me to pick a fight. Like, oh, like, are you busy? Like, you didn't talk to me all day. That's cool. Give me, like, the thumbs up emotion. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm off to bed, too. You don't really need to argue. I don't really... I don't, I'm not really an arguer. I'm not going to sit down and argue with somebody and start a screaming match. 
it's not my way. It's never been my way. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to hit a girl. I'm not going to do... My thing is, like, you know what? If I'm into you, I want to be... Keep it fun. Keep it positive. Keep it happy. Keep the vibe going. Spot to eat. You know, let's listen to some music. Let's vibe in the car when we're driving somewhere. Let's go and, you know, I'll hang out with you and your friends. You know, keep it, keep it light. Keep it moving. I don't need to be barked at or have to bark at somebody. I, you know, I, I don't need that kind of energy around me. I just don't want it, you know. And it's not that I'm, like, cold or calloused or jaded, but, I mean, it's literally you're two, we're, you know, I'm 34. She was 31 or two or some shit. You know, she's unhappy and she's fucking question if I'm cheating on her in her head like every day then fucking just she just, just she should have just ended that shit you know which I guess she not did so she just fucking ended like you know I get if you're in a relationship with somebody like a year or two you know you get mad and you want to voice your opinion I get it but there's also you don't need to fucking scream at somebody you don't need to fucking kill a vibe, you know, you don't need to kill the whole fucking thing, like, it's like, hey, you know what, uh, you do this thing, and, like, gets under my skin, or whatever, like, I don't know why you do it, and I'd be like, oh, well, thanks for that, like, I'll try to stop doing whatever it is I'm doing, or I'll try to change it up, you know, but, the, you know, I, I'm not much of an arguer myself, I don't, I don't think I ever really got mad at her for anything. If that makes any sense. Uh, in my head, though, I was just like, you know what? Like, every day she gets mad. Oh, it's not that. It would be one thing or another. Like, she would get mad at me because we didn't have sex. Whatever. You know. She would get mad because I wouldn't talk to her all day. She'd get mad because I said something a week or two weeks or a month ago and she thought about it. Get mad because I didn't take a picture with her. She get mad at this or that, and be like, "Well, it must be because there's somebody else there." But, you know, all right. You know, I I try to make it work. So, you know, it's all to me. You know, it's on her. I don't really like. I said I'm not gonna really bash her. She just was unhappy like with me. So, yeah, and I heard nothing I could do to fix that. Uh, so this morning, flash forward all the way to today, I, like, I was in the head, was, like, thinking, like, I didn't want to break up with her, because I was like, like a, you know, people, whatever, they're going through shit, and, you know, for my, for me, for me and myself, like, I was just, like, you know, we're just, we're just, you know, we're still boyfriend and girlfriend, I'm not just gonna fucking be, like, Oh, because, you know, she's an idiot this one time, fuck her. I'll leave her, I'll break up with her. No, you know. But in my head, I was kind of, like, done with the fucking daily fucking... Daily little corpse at me, the little, you know, the little jabs that she would be giving me. Her being mad, all that, you know, just... uh, My head was done with that. Um, But anyways, flash forward all the way to this morning... She got mad at me in the morning 
after she spent the night because I was jokingly around like, yeah, I want I don't want to marry you without those benefits. Like, but I was just half joking. But, but I mean, the, to me that was one thing that she did have that really stuck out. I was like, wow, she has benefits. She has a good job. She's really, you know, you know, like that aspect of her is like two thumbs up. If you if you know what I mean, you got, somebody's got a good job, they got benefits, they, you know, they just she just had a promotion. You know, I was really excited about that kind of stuff with her. Um, but she got mad. And she was like, "You only want me for my benefits. Fuck off!" And I was like, "Why are you like mad?" And she, she didn't just didn't respond, so I was like, whatever. So I let it slide, and then, you know, we had some breakfast, and I had some, some stuff I had to do today, which is not, nothing major work-wise. I just had to come to a job to see it get finalized, you know, for my final inspection. And I left my phone with her while I went to go jump in the shower. Now, my phone was locked, but when I got out of the shower, she was already dressed and packed, and she said, I'm leaving, um, but I had already seen that she had gotten, like, her stuff in her, she had brought a basket of stuff, and she moved it, and I thought, wow, she's not, she's not just leaving, she's jumping me, I didn't say anything, I'm like, okay, whatever, no need to argue, you know, whatever she saw. Maybe she saw some risky test that somebody sent me or that I sent or I don't know. Maybe she saw some pictures. I, I don't really know. Maybe she got it. Don't really know. Maybe somebody texted me while I was in the bathroom taking a shower and she saw it and she deleted it. I don't really know, nor do I really care. Um, I'm entitled to my privacy. Um, I'm entitled to you know, I left my phone there, and she got on it and saw something. That's her fault, like, whatever, like, but to me, the other thing is, you know, am I cheating on her? No, I don't have, there's nobody out there that I'm cheating on her with, um, so I have a clean conscience there. Maybe she's seen something and thought, man he's cheating on me, or he's talking to this person, you know, but I'm not gonna fucking sit there and argue with her, she had been unhappy for a lot of other reasons with me, so whatever, so that's how that went today, now, she's blocked me on Instagram, which is fine, and I went ahead and blocked her on my Snapchat, so the only method of communication now would be phone call, but, or text, but I'm not gonna answer that, I'm gonna block I don't know if I want to block her number or just leave it. So that way I know what's coming or what's not coming. Um, but I'm only going to leave it open for about a week. After about a week of no text or nothing. But I don't think she's going to text me. She seemed pretty up- upset to go to the lengths of blocking me on both Snapchat and... Well, I didn't block her... Or she didn't block me on Snapchat. She removed me as a friend. But I just went ahead and hit her with that block because she been being dumb. She blocked me everywhere else. And I even went to Facebook because I know she had a pending friend request there and I went ahead and blocked. 
that and that's removed. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess it must be that serious. She must have seen something that really upset her, which, whatever. Obviously, she had been lurking my passcode, so you know, to me, that's fine. Um, I'm not sure exactly what she saw, but whatever. But aside from that, she is now the ex. I'm now officially like single-ish. A little bit different than the last ex because the last ex I had spent a lot more time with. And I was like, damn, and like I was caught up in other things that that with her as well. Uh, I was about ready to make a big leap with that one, but you know, that one didn't work. But now moving on. From, I mean, this one was really it was really sudden. She really poured on the negativity and the, all that kind of stuff. Really, like heavy. You know, if that makes any sense. She really was just negative about a lot of things. But whatever. I don't. I don't mean to put her down. She's actually an okay person. Assuming you could prove to her 100% you weren't cheating on her and she didn't have an off vibe about you. But moving on, I, I was watching Hunter x Hunter, and I got to season two. Now, I guess I can stop, pause that, and get back to watching My Hero my hero Academia. And now I'm going to really re-up my desire to learn Japanese, because now I've seen, like I mentioned in another podcast, I've now seen the flights, and the stays in Japan are they're so doable, and I can do it, and now I can learn it, and now I can really hit this hard, as I want to do it in the next maybe two years. If this coronavirus persists, it will. Japan will be my very next des- major destination that I go to after I get done struggling, however long we got to struggle. Um, yeah. Like, that will be high on my list of things to do. Now, switching topics of things. I want to do things after this is over. The main thing I want to do is go to a concert. Now, my dream concert. Let's talk about this for the next few minutes. Um... My dream concert. There was some heavy concerts lined up that just are now in the toilet. But my dream concert probably consists of somehow bleeding through in the Acacia Strain coming together with the sprinkling of perhaps Hatebreed, maybe some Slip, and you know, there's one band that is out there. And they're still out there, but they're not doing much. That's throwdown. Uh, and we can bring in the young bucks and knock that, knock loose. You know, that would be an amazing sort of a concert. Um, but I really would like for a bleeding through a case train uh, mashup, as it were. Them, them two need, them two bad boys need. I would love for them to do play the same grace the same stage one one back to back uh i don't know what it would take to get that to happen but you know 
what you know what could you know what would it take to get those two together what would it take to get Throwdown out the fucking out of the concert retirement play the showcase or showcase play the chain reaction of the glass house um I think Throwdown and the guy himself Dave are a little bit different than Bleeding Through and AT Vision where them two bands called the Quits came back even a trio did for you know a little bit I think Throwdown actually said they were I don't know if they said they were done but they just kind of stopped and I think they want to stay stopped until I don't know until they feel like it I suppose you can't really call it a comeback but I would like for them to get their band back together and jam out a few SoCal shows. Um, but, you know, that they're, they're on my hit list. I, I made a mosh retirement, you know, bands that I wanted to see before I called it quits myself. And not that I'm calling it quits going to concerts, just call it quits as far as getting banged up and beat up and being slammed around like it's not high on my list of things to do anymore. Although I want to do it, it's just not high on my list. Um, but besides that, I mean, yeah, if I could get DK Strain, obviously would be the front runners. But bleeding through right behind them, if we can get mixing a little knock loose in there somewhere, I mean, that'd be a fucking radically wild tour. Um, also, I'd like to see Sibnot take out some actual good bands. Fuck, I can't stand that I have to dog Slipknot like that, but, you know, Sipnot's tours are fucking dog shit. I wish they would fucking get off of that festival shit, get down to the fucking 20,000 arena shit, you know, bring aboard Knock Loose, bring aboard fucking... Chelsea Grin and some of these other bands that could use the little bit of, you know, push, but, you know, that is not tied to having to play fucking 10 a.m. at, you know, your local festival. Like, come on now. Come on, Slipknot. Get your head out the, get, get your head out your ass and get back in the fucking game, bro. Like, I, I hate dogging that back because I just seen them and I just gave them a two thumbs up. It was such a fucking breath of fresh air. To hear some band that I hadn't really paid attention to much over the last, the course of you know, the last decade and, you know, that I used to love, you know, got hit with a little bit of nostalgia and hearing them old songs. But, I mean, there's a reason why I just haven't been as involved with that band as I like. Because they don't put together what I feel are good shows. It's not great. Maybe... It is to them because financially they do well, but for me as a fan of heavy music and rock and metal and shit, like they haven't been picking these good, your good heavy underground local band. They've been picking nothing but shit, like nothing but shit. Um, but aside from that, you know. I'd still love to see, you know, Hatebreed a few more times before they, you know, ultimately 
you know, disband. I don't know if Hatebreed's going to disband. I think they're hopefully lifers, but you never know. Um, I've seen them recently. I've seen them play with Billion That was, a, you know, a wild affair. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, I'm gonna miss the shows, and I'm hopefully when I get out, when we get off this nonsense, this, uh, you know, this quarantine, as it were. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, that'll be the one thing I'm looking forward to doing. Hopefully, there's some banging, absolutely monstrous tours. Hopefully, that's what comes out of this, is some monstrous tours. Because I think everybody could use the dollar after being down for so long. And I think everybody could use, you know, the help in that in that sense, you know. Every band's got to make money. Every band... You know, could use the could use the help once this is over. And as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, bands like Sipknot should be doing their part in helping local bands that are on tough tough times now. You know, help them out. Help them. You know, help them recover. Help them. You know. Get it back in the swing of things. With that, hold, hold on one second. Okay, I'm back. So yeah, as I was saying, I really want the big bands, you know, the Hate Breeds, the Kill Switch, the Slipknot, the the Attilas. You know, there's many numerous as they lay dying, many numerous big bands out there. That's still Metallica needs to do their part. Corn needs to do their part. They really need to come together as an industry and help the younger bands make it through. Because without the younger bands making it through, these bigger bands uh, are going to suffer greatly if they don't. And what I mean by that is, if you don't have, obviously, the old bands like the old head Slipknot, you're going to have your core base of fans, but. You know, if you don't get no new fans in there, occasionally, once in a blue moon, you don't get, you know, some new band that they enjoy with their fan base mixing in, the, you know, and they can build the bridge, you know, Slipknot and Code Orange or Slipknot and, you know, see you space, uh, you know, see you space cowboy or, you know, hate breeding and, in knock loose, you know, they don't see, they don't see the connection, and there's a disconnection, when this shit does come back, it's gonna be hard, because some bands are gonna be flat broke, or just, they're gonna disappear, so I think some bands are gonna hurt from this entirely more so than others, and I think if the big bands don't help out, it's gonna be a tremendous disservice to, to the music industry, and that goes, that goes for rap artists, that goes for everybody, I mean, not just metal, it goes for everybody, and I think hopefully the big bands do pitch in, you know, and come together and support. Um, because that's one thing I do miss is a live, live concert. I'm like starting to realize like I haven't been to like a live show. Like, I don't think this entire year. Uh, I missed. I missed um, Sanction, but I was in New York. 
I missed also. I missed Spite, but Spite was sold out at the chain. Not that I missed them, they were sold out, is what happened. And then the Acacia train rolled through, but then the tour got stopped. So, I mean, I missed out on that as well. Like, I missed a lot of shows. I, you know, Kublicon was also sold out, and I wanted to see them roll through with, I believe, Despised Icon a while back. Um, obviously, nobody's rolling through anywhere right now, so it's not hard. Like, I can make up. But when all these bands do come back, I mean, there's going to be... going to be right there moshing it up because, you know, it's one thing I take for granted that, you know, in my normal life, that, you know, you think, oh, I'll see this band the next time, or, I'll, you know, that tour kind of sucks. I don't know anybody on there, just the one band. You know, you don't go out there, you don't see. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes, you know, you don't know any band, but you go out there and you find a band that you really like. Like, wow, this band is really good. You know, and you know, sometimes just seeing a band like that happened with Spite themselves. Like I seen them, I didn't really know who they were. Went and seen them, totally blown away. The same thing with Kublacon. The same thing with Sanction. Same thing with CU Space Cowboy. Same thing with just numerous bands that had that's happened. I'm like, wow, this band is really wild. Um. But yeah, that's one thing I'm looking forward to. I know a lot of people are looking forward to going out and eating, going to some movies. I, I do see the movies being also like, you just want to get out there and experience something like, you know, go to Disneyland and see shows. I think that's kind of something that a lot of people are looking forward to. I'm looking forward to concerts. But I'm also looking forward to just, you know, just it being over with. You know, I don't know how long this is going to take, but I'm just, like, looking forward to it to being over with. I don't want to necessarily get back to day-to-day activities, like, getting that monotonous vibe. But, you know, sometimes when you're working and you're like, oh, I got this concert, I got this, you know, I'm going to go hang out with the homies, go grab a drink, you know, smoke or whatever we're going to do, watch some USC fights. You know, you take those things for granted. Like, I just went and watched a couple weeks ago. We went and watched... Um, we watched the UFC fights. We watched the Style Bender versus um. Oh, I can't think of the guy's name right off the top of my head. And the Style Bender ultimately won, but that wasn't the fight of the night. The fight of the night was between the two girls, the Asian girl and I think the German girl or the Irish Poland or whatever Swedish girl. That fight was good. But I just watched that, and I watched that with the homie Jake, and, you know, and his wife. And, we, you know, we hung out, we smoked a little pot afterwards, and we just, you know, we're just chilling, vibing, you know. Didn't think that was the last, you know, at the time, I didn't think that that was the last fight, like, that was going to happen for some time. Like, I didn't, you know, you don't never, you never know. And I guess maybe that's the lesson everybody should take from this, is you just don't know what's right around the corner, you know. Even though people knew about this virus, you kind of think that, you would hope, you would think that your government takes care of you and that, you know, or the officials or whoever, medical field, you know, that they have, that they're going to do the right things when, you know, and if they don't, this, this is what happens when this whole pandemic is, you gotta, 
you know, Bush, 9-11. Trump, coronavirus. That's how this is going to be. This is how this is going down. Trump, I don't know how many times he said this was a hoax. It was nothing. He said it was just the flu. You know, he's, I even seen him tweeted that they, you more people were going to die from the flu than this virus and was making a big deal about it. He's calling it the lamestream media, fake media, whatever, you know. He put out a lot of disinformation, and now they just came back to hit us in the head 100-fold. And on top of that, he's got, he's still, his core group of people still believe that this is a hoax. And that, and that for that reason, this is not going to just go away overnight. We're not going to get back to normal life. Um and even when it does, a year later, 18 months, two years later, I think he wants to really be the one there standing like, oh, yeah, I found the cure. When he could have, they could have stopped this, I think, a long, long time ago from it getting this bad anyways. Uh, but I guess that, you know, you just never know, you know, a massive earthquake, a hurricane, a tornado, you know, a flood, you know, people dying. Things happen at random, you know, another terrorist event uh, that really rocks the nation here and there. And sometimes, you know, you just don't know. You just don't know, like, when's the last time you're going to chill with your homies? Or when's the last time you're going to go and visit your favorite barista, you know, get your favorite juice? You don't know when's the last time you're going to, you know, I guess maybe that's what's going to come out of this. What I kind of feel like, yeah, I didn't know. The last concert I went to was going to be the last concert I went to. I didn't know that when I when I went. I'd have to go back and find out which concert it was. And that and I wanted to go see Pitbull. And I wanted to go see George Lopez, you know, at the fair. I didn't go to the fair last year. I should have done that. But I guess now I have things to look forward to whenever we do get our feet back up on the ground. Uh, and when that's, that's, that's what I'm going to leave you guys with. You know, I guess you can't take the world for granted like you used to. I mean, I guess we're living through it. It's affecting everybody from the youngins to the oldies to the mids. So, you know, just enjoy. You know, if you can, just enjoy what's going on right now. Spend time with some family. You know, spend time with a loved one. Make a call to an elderly. You know, your grandma, grandpas, or maybe your parents if they're older. Maybe your neighbor, you know, help her take out the trash, say hi. You know, obviously keep your distance. Stay the fuck away, but also, you know, check up on them. Check up on, you know, people you haven't talked to in a minute. You got time. You obviously have fucking time now. Nobody should be out there partying. Nobody should be out there at the bars or going to so-and-so's birthday party. They shouldn't be doing that, so you have the time. Um, With that said, you know, stay safe. Keep your distance. Uh, wash your hands and uh, wear a fucking face mask. Use a bandana if you need to. It's legal everywhere. It's legal everywhere now. Just get it. Just do it. All right, I'm out. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Hopefully with some reviews of Ozark, maybe Happy, or or My Hero Season One. We'll, I'll let you guys. We'll get we'll get we'll get through this together. All right, I'm out.